0: Welcome to the third annual Bubba's Preview podcast, bringing the energy tonight, getting everyone excited. It's race week. October 2nd is just days away. I don't even know what today is. It doesn't matter. It's Monday. The countdown's on. 27th. 27th. That's Monty across the table from me, co-race director. What's going on, Monty?
1: I'm excited. Things are looking good at the course. I'm excited to be with a the field looks stacked. I was trolling through it today, trying to dig up some juicy tidbits and it looks as if it's going to be an exciting weekend and early next week.
0: Perfect. I want to make this exciting for the returning racers, the new racers, and then people that have never even heard about this event. So, uh, just quickly, the quick overview of Bubba's is that it's the last person standing event in my parents' backyard. Bubba is my dad. Um, they purchased a 300 parcel, 300 acre parcel, uh, three years ago, which enabled us to cut some trails and, you know, eke out this three and a half mile loop, which is a mix of all sorts of, all sorts of trail, everything from snowmobile trail, uh, open field, existing trail, new trail, old logging roads. It's, it's incredible. There's, there's a little bit of everything in there, but, uh, you know, we'll get to this, but it's three and a half miles. It's not the traditional 4.19, whatever, one six seven six six seven. big dog backyard ultra status. So, and the reason for that is that one, it would seem very contrived just to make that distance. But this, the second thing is, is the litmus test of like, how long does it take you to do a lap on fresh legs? And uh, this one takes quite a bit longer on fresh legs because it is so loamy and technical you know i'll, I'll sh- we'll showcase a lot of like beautiful looking loam photos but there's a lot of moundy terrain oh, undulation out there. exactly so anyways this is uh kicking off october 2nd every year it seems to get more and more exciting we learn a little bit more and more about hosting it so much so that i'm excited to participate this year we'll also get into that later but as part of um as part of this race preview We'd like to chat about who's in it, like, you know, who we think is going to do well and and some tips along the way, what we've learned, but also um, what the course entails and a few other surprises. There's some new sponsors, old old sponsors with new ideas. Right. Yep. So uh, Monty's been out there. I've been out there. um, I'd be interested to hear what you think the course looks like compared to years past.
1: So the course, Diane and I have been out the past um, three or four days at the course. She did a, a, an initial leaf blowing of it. The course looks a lot wetter than it has in years past. We've had some significant rain over the past week, and but besides that, the course looks really good. I mean, it's uh you know the same course from the past two years. The course is is burnt in. Some of it uh, it gets a little loamy, but after the first. You know, seventy plus people run through it a couple of times. It's going to be, I think, it'll set up nicely. But yeah,
0: it's what is uh, what's the word? Well, we looked at it. We we did a walkthrough, and there's some down trees, so it's great. Monty was able to spend some time with the chainsaw clearing out just the fallen trees. Overall, the course looked great, and then having uh, your wife Diane go out with a leaf blower looks even better. So thank you guys, like that makes every, every little bit of coursework matters. I mean, I think there's still sections that we would probably rake out a little bit and then volunteers looking for some free laps, bring out the, the loppers and get, and get rid of those pungies Cause this, I mean, this brings me to the next point is that uh, Tom Hooper, the, the founder of 603 endurance, you know, thought it was sort of a joke his first lap lap last year because my dad, Bubba went out there with his orange spray paint, and marked every goddamn route on that course <laughs> which seems so excessive but by the time the the evening rolled around it was uh you realize like that course eats you up.
1: Yeah. There's a million ways to trip out there.
0: So yeah, there's a couple wet spots overall course looks pretty good. Um what else what else we got going on? This this is um the first year we did this, we had 19 yep participants. Yep. Which, you know, whatever. That was Numbers weren't the goal, but great to meet a lot of those uh a lot of those people, figure out the format. We had no idea what was going on.
1: It was our, a great race. Our
0: first time hosting an Ultra. And then the next year we had forty four. Forty four people. Yeah, so more than doubled. And then we sort of got the feedback that this course can only handle so many people because of the extensive single track and just the staging for everything. Um, especially with COVID. Last year, we just weren't sure how, how to handle it, but I think the feedback was great. I yeah. think, you know, we exceeded our ex- expectations once again. So the first year was Nate Lamar versus Ed Clifford in that 24-hour, 25-hour yep. mark. And last year, it was J.P. Kroll versus Ed Clifford once again. Yep. That went that 30— 30, 33,
1: 34.
0: Yeah. So took it into that, like, 120-ish mile mark yeah. territory. And this is the scary part of going deeper and deeper every year because it just depends on who shows up. And now we have on the start line right now, as of this recording, 70 participants. So a much deeper field, a much likelier chance of, uh, yeah, this thing going to what I think everyone expects is that 40 hour range.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've we've said it before. You only need two people to not want to quit to have this thing go ridiculously long.
0: Exactly. Two people putting on a performance. Um, so what do you think? What's, what are your thoughts going into this year's uh, Backyard Ultra? I mean, I wouldn't be
1: surprised if it went, um, you know, at least 48. So I'm talking, you know, well into Monday morning.
0: If we're, if we're scrolling down their participant list... Ed Clifford, who just won a last person standing event, he did the same thing last year. He did last person standing in Maine, and that's usually the second week of September first week is first weekend of September, something like that, and then comes back and came to Bubba's no idea how he was going to do. Obviously it was pretty clear by twenty four hours he was just fine, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, he's the number one threat. Like, until someone beats Ed, he's always going to be the favorite.
1: He's He's been the only finisher we've had.
0: Yeah, that kind of, yeah, that makes sense. So, he's he's looking strong, and there's no secret to what he's doing. I mean, he's obviously really fit, but he's also really smart. And you need both those. You, know, you need to be mentally tough and physically tough to do well in this format. Again, that 3.5 miles doesn't seem that daunting, but it adds up very quickly.
1: You stack up 33 of them and you'll.
0: Yeah. To go back on that, I was on the course with Hillary today, did one lap in 37 minutes with like a few little spots, you know, letting squall get water. Then we did another lap. And at that second lap, I was like, wow, I'm kind of tired. Yeah. And it it just gets, it gets to you. The softer terrain sucks, saps the energy out of you. Uh, again, I'm going to keep defending this this distance.
1: Did you do both ways clockwise and counterclockwise? I did. Okay.
0: And I always have a favorite, which is clockwise. Cuz that's how we first made the course, <laughs> so it's like that's the right way. <laughs> and it's clockwise.
1: So which is funny cuz there's only a segment for clockwise on Strava. There's not a counterclockwise segment.
0: And why is that? I don't know. No one's made one, that's yeah. all. I looked for that today. I did not see it. Uh, yeah, going back to participants again. Got to talk about JP coming back. JP's looking extra fit too. Hillary's been training him, which doesn't help. So he's not only has a coach, but he's been doing the work. Yeah, has some great results. He's done some fun stuff this summer. Um, so that's that's like those are the front runners there. Those two, hoping hoping that they can get the best out of themselves, um, out of each other. And then looking scrolling down the list further. Uh, who do you see? Who else do you see that you're interested?
1: I mean, there's some, you know, I've, I've, I've interested, sentimental interested. (laughs) I've interested, there's some people, like I said, I was trying to um, stroll through Strava and see some people that had done some big things on ultra signup and then are ghosting on Strava. Those are the people that concern slash excite me. You know, like what, if they're not on Strava, what are they doing? You know, Mm. the, the training for this, are they coming out to burn a couple laps and just to have fun and hang out, or are they coming out with a plan to, you know, push this thing as far as they can?
0: Yeah, there's at least like 15 people on here that don't even have an ultra sign-up history. Yeah. So you can't even really deep dive what they've been up to. But there's a lot of overlap. There's a lot of returning people. I'm not sure the numbers on who's returning, but there's a lot of overlap. Oh, you're
1: not. Oh, I think I have that. Let's see. how. Maybe when I'm saying returning, I'm saying either from Bubba's or from Alaska or Standing. That's what oh, I was gonna say
0: is there's a lot of names. There's a lot of overlap. So people that
1: have done one event with us before this one and are on the list, there's twenty of those people. People that have done two events, either Alaska, or Sandy or Bubba's, there are six people. There are three people who have done three events. Right? So three people who've done three events. So don't don't cheat and look. Who are those three people?
0: Three people that have done three events. Yes. Three events.
1: One's, one's, well, a, one's Jed. Jed. One's, yes, Jed's one.
0: The bad idea behind last year standing was Jed. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, so that's where I was getting in. Like, this is where Ben Lane has done. He had done a bunch, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not in this year.
1: Right. Put me on the spot. Oh yeah. And, just, and if you get, if you get one, you're going to get the other
0: on this. Oh, Todd and Sarah. Nope. No, they only did one. They've only done, yeah. So Megan, Myers, Heath. All right, I'm, I'm I'll wasting give, your I'll time. Give,
1: I'll, give you an, I'll give you an initial. <laughs> Ready?
0: Ready. One initial is PH. Peter Hurley. And <laughs> Madeline. I'm getting, every, this is where everything gets blurred. And Who, I'm, who's done Friday Night Lights? Who's done yeah. Friday Night Vert? Who's done Last Year Standing? Who's done Bubbles? Yeah,
1: because I was like madeline i'm like i know madeline i know Jed. i'm like peter hurley name sounds so familiar i've seen the guy hundreds of times and then i saw his picture i was like oh of course i know exactly who that is but i know him by what he looks i know these people by what they look like but i'm coming into it from such a sleep deprived place at the end of it a lot of it gets blocked out
0: mm-hmm. well i like to i like i mean i'd like to go down the list and talk with every talk about everyone but this is not going to happen yeah. so um, other than the those favorites from returning returning participants, John Roy's on there as well. He he threw down um, out of nowhere, and he seems to have weaseled in one of his buddies too last minute. We might have another one last minute space opening, so if someone wants in, let me know. Looking down the list, anyone jump out at you? You. <laughs> <laughs> Am I on here? You're on the list.
1: Oh. Yeah. It's the the format of how far can we get people to go is going to be interesting. I mean, I don't think Ed has an off switch. I don't think JP has an off switch, and you get a bunch of people we saw like the just the 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 dynamic of when it gets deep is like it's like what what well are you drawing from? And I know I've seen you do a bunch of stuff. I mean, I've seen you do more stuff than I've seen these people do. And it's just been gonna be interesting just to see how how far it goes and what the dynamic is.
0: I can just say now that I don't have any pressure on myself and that's the beauty of this because having JP and Ed already here, plus like those other guys that did 24 hours, I have a ton of respect for this course. My body doesn't feel awesome. It's not gonna feel awesome during the event. But what I get excited about Is that idea of the potential to go and set a personal best. I didn't realize that until today. How tapped is that? That today I was like, wait, I could do the most mileage, most hours, whatever, you know, without having realized that. Yeah. And I think, again, that's the beauty of it in an event like this. Um, I think, like, the things to think about is, like, managing how to manage an event like this and that's the curiosity that made me jump in it. And it's easy to sit here on the couch and talk about it, but it's another thing to go walk the walk. Oh, it's yeah. So that said, like my my goal is maybe to do one more lap than everyone else. And if you don't have that headspace, you're not you're not going to. Yeah, there's no way. Um, listening to other people have success in this event, they all have a different. They have a plan. Uh there's a guy this summer that did what 81 hours in the yeah. UK and granted who knows what that course was like and um, having all the daylight extra summer daylight is gonna would, would help and you'd benefit from, but he had like some very sage advice about not really pacing yourself at like appropriately. So you only leave yourself enough time that when you come in, you take care of your business, maybe bring some food out to eat with you and really how to manage your time and man- to manage yourself. And I think that that's going to be huge. We saw Ed the first year. Who was Ed the first yeah. year in those first laps?
1: W- worried about Ed, walking out, walking in, worried about him. And then he said, Oh, are you all right? He said, Yeah, I have a plan. Said, all right, that's all you need to know. And then just watch out. And then he, uh, I mean, yeah, having a plan is super, super important.
0: So, yeah, I'm excited. And I'm just hoping that everyone else can like have that same energy going into this race and thinking like that they can do a PR. They can do probably more than they think they can do. It's going to suck. There's going to be, this is the thing is like ultras. They're awesome until they're not. And at some point everyone's going to be in the pain cave. Yeah. And if you're in the pain cave, just realize that other people are too. You're not alone. Everyone else is sort of feeling this. Are they showing it? That's a different story. Right. Um, all right. So great. My turn. So I'm scrolling down this list and I'm seeing a lot of females, which is super cool. Tw- I th-
1: 24 females.
0: Yeah. So that's like, uh, that, and that's something that's important for any of these events is making sure that you get, you sort of get as many, um, many females as possible in this. I think one exceptionally strong females on this list. And if I'm scrolling through, I know, um, stacia broderick she's a beast she has a ton of ultra experience uh madeline kingsbury one of hillary's friends ex-ski racer super fast um it's really strong i say that you know in the most endearing way is dangerous strong and like a Lolly's woman i just don't know um i know megan myers is coming back and who else catches my eye yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of people that are that are in New Hampshire coming back, or um, are familiar with this format. So that's that's one thing I'm excited to see is like which female is gonna like go deep because I know, I know a few of them are for sure. Yeah, you have to with like this percentage. I feel like the women are gonna do very well. Yeah. Uh, your turn.
1: So, like I said, we had uh, 24 out of the 70 are female. And then we have the, the age split is, it's, it's skewing younger. Our biggest percentage, we have uh, 43% of the people are between 20 and 29. So, it's, um, we have three that are in the 50 and 59 segment, and one of them's Ed. So, it's like,
0: is this a... How many, how many masters? So, the 40 and over.
1: 40 and over. Um, 40 and over are 16 people.
0: It's a young crew out there.
1: We have our, our eldest contestant is George mm-hmm. Axelian. Mm-hmm. 62. Yep. And we had w- one under 20, but recently got hurt and just dropped. So he's also the king of the hill on the clockwise sloop. Na- for now. For now.
0: There, there might be some cash slaps out there to take <laughs> that record down. Uh, all right. I'm just going to throw in a quick, quick scroll on my end. I've got um, another, another, as you'd say, heavy hitter is going to be dun, 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 Will Peterson. He likes to suffer. He's got the unsupported 48 record. So that in its own right, he's young. Right, old at the age of 23 so that's a dangerous combination some bullheadedness with uh some experience um and the the youthful body and and declan right behind him he's also young um really good you know he's hiked the at he's very strong and then my last ryan kelly it's his birthday so he's good for 24 hours for sure
1: speaking of 24 hours
0: Oh yeah, let's let's cut to a little uh, <laughs> little segment here about um, what happens in twenty if you hit the twenty four hour mark. What happens if you do hit the twenty four hour mark? Joined here with Eric Shanker, CEO of Craft Sports North America. Eric, uh, what's going on? How you doing? Um, just lay it out for me right now.
2: Yeah, I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, like you know, not to. Uh, bring you down right but like you know this labor you know shipping problem well it's like a real thing so I'm sure you're feeling it with maybe some of your other vendors but this uh this logistics supply chain issue is basically the only bad thing going on right now other than that the the world is our oyster the world is my oyster so I'm feeling feeling good so but I'm ready for the crisp fall mornings have me pretty um pretty excited, right? A little bit of energy through the veins with the cool air in the I was
0: going to say that. So. I like I like it. There's a lot of things to look forward to, a lot of energy in the air. With Bubba's coming up, you know, the reason you're on the phone is because, yeah, we're going to talk about um, something special this year and, and the partnership with Craft Sports and, you know, the things that we've been doing with Ski the Whites and Run the Whites is nothing new. And we like to partner with brands that can elevate each other and that cliche saying has a lot of truth behind it because um it's one thing to put a name on an event but you know you're like let's do something different and um that's where we're going to introduce this year's uh what are we calling it the craft ctm ultra lap um i love it so this is a chance this
2: this is fun rolls it rolls off i think it will be the more and more
0: people say that in their heads it's it's going to be a chance to get the word out about this shoe collection that you guys rolled out and rolled out at Kraft right. over this past year and something that we're going to be carrying in the shop. So this is a perfect partnership, but it's really exciting because it fits perfectly with this endurance event. So you know you're on the clock right now, but give me give me a rundown <laughs> on how Kraft sportswear is now in the footwear um, category and a little bit about what these, uh, I guess the 24 hour finishers are gonna, gonna get.
2: Yeah. Thanks. No, we're, we're super excited. And, you know, I love ski, the whites and ride the whites and run the whites. And we're really excited to be a part of, you know, Friday night vert, um, this year, which was, which was just one of my favorite events, uh, favorite race series, you know, I I just love it. It's just so meaningful to me. And, and with bubba's you know after last you know we wanted to be a part of it last year we were i think you know in some small way but like this year now we really wanted to step up and do something special and the shoes you mentioned they're they're called it's the CTM Ultra series so CTM stands for Craft Tailored Motion that's our category of product it's almost like a sub brand you could say that is uh, really reserved for our elite our olympic caliber athletes um, our professional teams. And that's what CTM stands for, Craft Tailored Motion. And we launched this ultra series of footwear. And with that, we've got uh, carbon-plated uh, CTM Ultra and then the CTM Ultra. And the whole design of that is, is so much hype around carbon-plated shoes. But as many of you know, like they have a super short shelf life. And Kraft is really known for quality. Kraft is really known for, you know, long lasting performance. So we've built this CTM Ultra Series to not only have all the high performance features of the best carbon plated shoes in the world, but with a super durable outsole that'll get you to 500 miles, a really great durable um, midsole, uh, incredibly responsive um, uh Uh, foam and uh, energy return foam and then a really unique feature is that our carbon plate in it is actually forked which allows for a little bit more flexibility and some torsional stability so this these carbon plated shoes and the the non-carbon plated shoes they're really for I think you and I we could have deemed I think you you described it really well these are incredible low alpine gravel, dirt, single track shoes, all the way to your PR road marathon. So it's, um it's been, we've been kind of blown away by how well received the shoes have been this year. We've sold out twice. We're waiting. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we're waiting for the boat to literally land and unload the next shipment of shoes. And um, we're super psyched that, that you are going to be our kind of premier white mountain shop um as well. And, and we're launching next year. And this is kind of why we wanted to work with Bubba's here as well Is next year, we're going to have a CTM Carbon Ultra trail shoe with Vibra Mega Grip. And that's the shoe that I think really will allow you to take it anywhere uh, in the White Mountains that you can take it. And uh, we're just, we're super thrilled with the response. We're super thrilled with how the shoe's developing. It's been developed with um, one of our athletes named Tommy Ribs, who's a world class ultra marathon runner. Many people are gonna be familiar with him. He's really he's he's in a tough battle right now for his life with cancer. Um and uh and actually yeah it's just he's a great guy. It's an incredible story. If you're not familiar with Tommy Rives, look him up. But he helped uh develop these shoes over the past three years and and the the product that you see on the market today is 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 really a lot of his doing. So um and yeah so if this is the ultra shoe, then I guess you should get—you should only get it after you really complete an ultra. And uh, so, 24 hours in, or 24th lap, or however you want to count it, anybody that makes it that far, they're going to get a shoe of their choice from Craft, um, whether that be something from the shelf right now, or even in the springtime if they want to wait for the CTM Carbon Ultra Trail shoe. So. So, hey, I hope all of you make it <laughs> like, um, you know, I don't know how many are going to make it 24 hours. But if you do, there's a carbon plated carrot, juicy carrot waiting for you um, at the end of that loop. So,
0: well, thanks so much, Eric. I think that's the carrot that a lot of people might need to get that extra lap out of them that they didn't know they had. Um, we've been testing the the shoe in the shop, the the Craft CTM ultra carbon, both Hillary and Pierre have been rolling or running around uh, with very positive feedback. Um, so it's, it is exciting to, to see that shoe out in the wild and have such success. I mean, I'm always skeptic until proven otherwise, just the, how, how rugged the terrain is up here. And um, I don't know, it's the, the shoe world, just when you think, you know, you found the shoe, there might be this one other shoe that is the shoe.
2: Hey, you know, it's just like, People can try. I mean, that's the beauty about shoes right now. I do think that people are willing to look. There's so much great new innovation and technology out there. And I hope people try on the shoe. And if they love it, they buy it and they run in it. And if they don't send the feedback, I mean, you have a direct line to me and I have a direct line to the developers. And um, that's the only way we're going to make better shoes year after year. So, Um, but we're pretty excited about the product we're putting out right now. And, I've seen the life cycle and the development of what's coming. And there's a lot of really, really exciting things coming down the road. Um, But we're off to, we're off to a great start. And Bubba's is, Bubba's, we're going to, it's like a coming out party, you know, man, we're we're going, we're going to, we're definitely going to, I I, I really do. I mean it. I hope everybody gets there. I hope everybody makes 24 hours because how cool would that be that all those folks uh, get a 250, $260 pair of shoes? So that's what we're psyched yeah, about. That'd
0: be wild. That'd be very impressive to see, uh, even half, half our participants get some, cause that would mean that there's a lot of major, major personal best milestones happening. Now, one other For thing sure. is what I like about you, Eric, is that you definitely walk the walk with these <laughs> shoes. I mean, you're not at Bubba's, but you're training, you got stuff lined up. What do you, what's your, what's in the, like the, the next month window, oh. you've got some stuff going on.
2: I don't want to. The first rule about big races is I don't want to. Talk, I don't want to talk about it. But I'll be running my first big marathon in the New England area. That has been a dream of mine to run, and I've been training and running in my shoes in uh, the Ctm Ultras and the Ctm Carbon Ultras, and uh, hopefully on uh, indigenous people's day here in Boston, I'll be able to come back and tell you um, that I had the, the race of my life, but yeah, I've been, and, and you and I put some miles together. And, and I remember one of those days was like, Hey, you want to go out for a run? And all I had was my CTM ultras and we took it deep into the woods and there were some river <laughs> crossings and some, some bushwhacking and, uh, and I'm still training in those shoots. So um, they, they're definitely holding up and I'm uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to walk or I'm trying to run the, run the walk, the talk or whatever you want to say. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, well, so. it's
0: meaningful to work with companies that, you know, are so active and, and best of luck on your upcoming marathon. Hopefully your eyes will be glued at Bubba's and, uh, yeah, we'll be tuning in come, uh, o- October 17th for, for your event.
2: If I wasn't, uh, if I wasn't, you know, if I wasn't in the taper, I'd be at Bubba's uh, 100%. But I'm psyched that uh, one of my guys, David, will be there. Um, and uh, he's psyched to to help and ring the cowbells and Swedish flags and get people to that 24-hour, uh, 24-lap um, milestone. So I hope, Andrew, we give out a ton of shoes. I, j- I truly awesome.
0: do. Well, thanks again, Eric. Uh, great great to chat. And thanks for filling us in on uh, what Craft has been up to in the
2: footwear biz. Awesome man. Thanks everybody and good luck to all those running bubbles.
0: And we're back. So that's it, that's it. That's the carrot. Um so now we do we always do our picks, but then let's do number of participants that are gonna hit that twenty four hour twenty four laps.
1: Twenty four laps. Who's gonna hit twenty four laps
0: out of the seventy? Uh twenty three that's a great guess I'm gonna say less
1: 22 <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know the number of how many people hit 24 last year it was it was seven or so wasn't it it, w- it was a low it w- I want to say seven because four people and now you think we're gonna magically hit
1: 23 okay
0: I'm gonna say So there was a, a, there was at some point shoes will not buy you laps. So I'm gonna say I, I, I'm gonna say we hit sixteen. Okay. Which would still be phenomenal. Yeah. I would love to see seventy. That would be super impressive. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're gonna get oh yeah, one other one other one other mention is that Bill Cobb, Bill Cobb is raising money for both Protect Our Winners and um, an adaptive program, North Country Adaptive or something. Uh, so every lap he does, it's going to raise a little money. So i love to see that. I know he's doing that. Is And is uh, Tori Lee doing something? Tori Brooks might be raising a little money too. Or maybe, I'm not sure if that was last. See, now I'm not sure what's last year standing versus Bubba's, yeah. But it's nice to see a couple people um, finding their own reason to, to do another lap. Okay. Anything else we need to touch on?
2: I mean,
1: I think people should be familiar with the format if they've signed up for this. So if you're just listening in, if you don't, if this is your first podcast with us, if it's your first, if you don't know, it's At 10 o'clock on Saturday morning, the 2nd, 70 participants are going to sign up for a lap. They're going to start the lap. At 11 o'clock, they have to be there for the start of the next lap. They don't just run as they wish. They run on the clock. So it's the starting, stopping, repeat, start, stop, repeat that uh, drives people a little bonkers that we seem to prefer. And everybody keeps on going until there's only one person left doing one lap and that person is a finisher.
0: Mm-hmm. I, at this point, I hope most people, most people have seen that format. And if you go to backyard ultra.com, which is big's website, you can see a whole list of races and where is, I'm trying to navigate on my phone. I should have had this, but there's brackets. So if you win if you finish this event you're going to maybe you get into an event in virginia come may
1: the capital ultra
0: um at large list here so there is this whole circuit now it's gotten so big with the backyard ultra format that laz has organized all the events in the u.s so they all lead to his event um so that race that ed just won in maine got him into a race that's going to be in ohio and if you win this race that will get you into um yeah that race in virginia so more details on that if you care about that some people don't really care the other thing we're trying to do is get some utmb points get this as like a, a certified utmb event which if you want to get into the lottery for or any of those races over in europe the ones that uh Hillary just did, I've done a couple of them. It's a blast, so you can get points based on if you finish 100Ks worth of laps or 100 miles worth of laps. We just, I think, just have to submit those results and they'll assign points to the event based on the mileage and elevation. So a little bonus, no cost there. Um, We've lots of great swag, it's gonna be really fun obviously a fun event if you just want to come spectate there's there's ability to come do that plenty of parking on the the southern field and there'll be lots of volunteer opportunities too just whether we just send people out on the course you guys want to get a lap maybe do a little recon for the next the next edition of it Um, and of course we got more events and more fun stuff coming up november 6th or so is the blackout that weekend usually around daylight savings after daylight savings has occurred up at black mountain, that's a five K 10 K trail race. Uh, we might do another little group trail run the weekend after if I'm, I'm not sure we have a new, new potential course in Jackson. So we'll have more details on that coming up, but, uh, um, that's pretty much all, all we got for another successful Bubba's and hopefully we can come out of this on the other side with some good stories. Yeah All right. Thanks, Monty.
1: Thanks, Andrew.